0: Usually these episodes begin with the discussion of clapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what happens.
1: Well, we like repetition. It makes we us do. feel cozy and comforted.
0: Yeah, everyone's part of the. We should do like a percussion piece using everyone's claps.
1: Yeah, we should.
0: From the
2: yeah. podcasters around the world, sort of thing. We should. Oh try- yeah, like the Imagine and- video, but for podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We should try and organize the slap bass from Seinfeld into claps
0: into claps it's not a pitched instrument (laughs) how would that work
1: (laughs) you can clap in a pitch if you've got if you've got the right attitude
0: i see yeah i guess claps do occur at different pitches you could you could probably i don't know it would it would take a lot of doing
1: sounds like cowardice to me
0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Masters of Our Domain, a podcast which is allegedly about Seinfeld. Um, I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld or clapped at a particular pitch, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And we are joined uh, this week by a very special guest all the way from the Big Apple, baby. Uh, It is Jake Flores uh, from, I I think, a number of podcasts at this point, but certainly Pod Damn America.
2: Uh, That's correct. Too many podcasts. And don't you dare try to get me to start another one with you. I won't do it. (laughs) I'll fucking
3: cut you. (laughs) Don't try it.
2: Somebody hit me up very honestly recently with a good idea, a good idea, too. And it stressed me out so much. I was like, no, 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 no more. (laughs) And... That's why I'm very glad to be here because, you know, uh, so much of podcasting is research heavy and stressful and you're an adult, but you have homework, which seems unfair. Oh, yeah. But, oh, my God, do I love watching Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, there you this go. Was, there you go. This was great.
1: Like a treat homework. This is having class outside.
2: <laughs> I watched more episodes than I was supposed to for this because I just <laughs> you just let them fly
0: whoa 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 let's just hang on a second Re- reading
1: ahead come on come on, come on mate let's fl- let's flush jake's head
0: yeah. <laughs> i've actually i st- i've actually started doing a bit in my new stand up hour about how uh, podcasting is like golf and like the ideal number of podcasts is zero, and how many podcasts you have is your handicap and you're trying, you're always <laughs> striving towards like zeno's arrow
1: um
0: but i'm 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 far off. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing so good. That's
1: good. That's funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks.
1: It's quite niche in terms of its (laughs) intended
0: audience.
1: (laughs) Ooh,
2: damn. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: have your friends with whom mm. you do podcasts in the audience I, being like, yeah, that's right. Everyone else being like, maybe just don't have a podcast, get a real job. I, I think
0: audiences <laughs> have an intuitive <laughs> grasp of the hell that it is to be a podcaster. You know, they sort of think like, yeah, that does sound bad. <laughs>
1: let, Milo, let me be the first to brace to you. No one feels sorry for us.
0: Oh, I don't think they feel sorry for us. Okay. I, think, I think they sort of like, they abhor us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yet they need us. Mm. We're the kind of, we're the kind of the... the
0: yeah, we're like the, the witcher. We're
1: the kind of the temple tax collectors. <laughs> 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 they recognize the social and cultural need for us, mm. but they despise us because yeah. we are against God.
0: The relationship the middle classes have with the cops.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. that's right. Mm. Who, who else are you going to call if uh, someone breaks into your house other than a podcaster?
0: <sighs> the local anarchist commune. <laughs>
1: Look, we just need we need community <laughs> solutions to podcasting that's what yeah, we need that is right
0: yeah yeah, yeah. everyone
2: everyone will have it <laughs>
1: call your local community podcaster that's right yeah they'll show up and make it all about them
0: <clears throat> yeah
2: which is you should have to go around the neighborhood and introduce yourself as a podcaster <laughs> <laughs> when you move into a neighborhood mm, the podcasters register
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. gotta sign on uh like, oh, you don't don't live don't live next door to him. You'll be hearing bits all night.
1: Yeah. You know, like the database is just pictures of everyone doing that open mouth smile.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be get it'll be getting your kids into niche accounts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that open mouth smile, you mean the soy face? I didn't mean the soy <laughs> face, but
3: I didn't want
1: to call it the soy face.
2: Right. That's true, because that's bad it's for bad people to say that. I guess we need to come yeah. up with a a secular safe term for the soy face we're yeah. i we're talking about that true crime podcast yeah, account that, right uh, yeah honestly god. that
1: was literally what oh. popped into I my head when YouTuber i was thinking face about it
0: because i feel like they're the greatest okay. practitioners of it like youtube thumbnail yeah yeah that's yeah, the face
2: okay i like that that's better that's less pepe-ish but god do they love making that face i oh, love this love one making that face I. This drives me crazy. I hate when people take photographs and they point to the person and then the person's like pointing back to them. And it's just like, what is this supposed to mean? What is the moment that you're trying to create that we're supposed to play along with here? No one points (laughs) at their friend in real life. Mm, It's weird.
1: This guy. This fucking guy
0: big
2: YouTuber yeah. uh
1: face energy
0: is. is also hands to the side a bit like you're doing the Soviet propaganda poster with the shouting woman but all but oh, that yeah but like face face gesture as though you're like getting your absolute shit rocked from behind like kind of like <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah that's it. a good one yeah. that's uh yeah <laughs> i to start doing that <laughs> Let's start doing that in normal photographs instead of saying cheese or whatever. <laughs> do YouTube stuff. Well, men, really men routinely yeah. do
1: YouTube face in, yeah. in pictures.
0: Come on, kids. Anyway. say like, share, and subscribe.
1: It, it, I think it hides a weak jawline. I think that's why men do it.
0: Oh, I see. That was why YouTube was invented. It was just one guy with a weak jawline. It was yeah. like I need to, I need that's to legitimize. What YouTube
1: it. Is now. <laughs> It's a yeah. It's a whole weak jawline legitimation project.
0: Well, there you go. It's
1: trying to normalize the weak jawlines.
0: Phoebe's taking a hard stance at yep. this stage in the episode, which is yep. what Seven we like to see. Seven minutes in, hard stance, Fair. hard <laughs>
1: stance one.
0: <laughs> YouTube should be destroyed. It should reveal the chins, underneath, much like beards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's right. Like- All right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: There we go.
1: Jake, that's a good beard. He doesn't mean you.
2: Yeah, do <laughs> oh, no, it's not really I have it because of the weak chin It's totally all real
0: <laughs> You're like, no, no, my beard is absolutely an example of this
1: Well, I hope you don't feel personally attacked mm-hmm. by my stance
2: uh, I don't really care
1: okay.
2: Fair, play. Uh, Fair play I also don't really care about my weak chin enough to do the YouTube face ever That doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a way around this problem
3: Yeah, it's I think yeah.
2: the future is men having morose Oh, closed-mouthed faces at all times. Mm. Just lean into it. Stop with the YouTube face and just really... You want to look like, um, I don't know, like a Dementor or something. Like your face <laughs> just sort of mm. slopes inward into a hollow void. Do they oh, have yeah. faces? Um,
0: I, I feel like in the films they kind of do in like a weird way. Don't
1: they just have like hoods?
2: Well, that's what remember. I'm saying. Your face is a vacuum.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could go kind of like austere, like
0: start looking like, a, start looking like a founding father. You know, start doing like Abraham Lincoln face or something where you're just kind of like Let's closed mouth, kind of
2: like chin out. You know what would be great is if all the founding fathers Were doing the YouTube face stuff We were talking about <laughs> In the portraits You know Pointing at the Declaration of Independence <laughs> Like that A picture of George Washington His mouth is just wide open doing the YouTube mouth. That would be so funny Truth, self-evident, four question marks <laughs> yeah, So like uh the, Did a thing a dollar, yeah. <laughs> Every dollar bill He's just like ah <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: what the, a world! The hundred dollar bill, he's got the shades on and like the MLG, like fucking boof, like just sticking out of his mouth, you know. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. I'd love to live in like the soy gamer country, <laughs>
1: they should recarve m- m- Mount Rushmore.
2: Mm. Yeah. Faces <laughs> 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 what yeah. Show, know, what it's, would it have been like? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the three of them just have the mouths open, and then the guy at the end is doing the full hands thing <laughs> that Milo was talking about. That'd be fucking yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I did <laughs> have to. Bring in more rocks to make the hands. <laughs>
0: Doing that to Mount Rushmore is like what finally makes Native Americans give up. They're like, you know what? At this juncture, we're just get, We're going to try somewhere else. Like you, that you know, Mount Rushmore was bad enough, but this is like, <laughs> it's too much. So we what are episode. Are about, we on? Uh, we're talking about Seinfeld uh, season four, episode five, uh, the wallet. Um, it opens with a bit, as these episodes so often do. Um, and uh, this is another eldritch Jerry bit. It's just it, I, sometimes Jerry's bits, they're just they're coming at you from all sides. You're trying to make sense of them. It's like mm. trying to decipher Italian cinema from the 30s. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he, Jerry is talking about his parents arguments while driving the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my parents were always arguing about one of two things. What speed my father was going at or how much gas there was left in the tank. And his defense to both these things was always like, you're looking at it from an angle. I, I, I don't find this to be at all relatable mm. in any... That isn't the sort of thing people argue about in the car.
1: What, how far someone's going?
0: They argue about whether, you, whether you're going the right way or sometimes the quality of the driving, but not certainly not how much gas there is.
1: No, maybe not, but, like, the speed that you're going, I think, is a perfectly normal discussion to be having in a car.
0: Do you think? In what? In what? In, give me an example.
1: Well, if you're, like, in a residential area and the person who's driving you is going, like, 50 miles an hour, for example. How
0: often does that happen? You're just in a car with, like, a maniac. <laughs> like.
1: It's, it's, it's an example. You never told someone to either, like, slow down or speed up when, you, when you're being driven by them?
0: I think it's a sacred thing being driven. I don't
2: know, Joe. It's
0: a sacred
1: thing.
3: <laughs> do you
0: thing? want to weigh in on this?
2: Um, I think she's right.
3: Yeah. It's, this <laughs> is normal. more,
2: this isn't that weird. It's not I that weird. I can fathom it. Mm. I, think the ang-
1: I think the angle thing is, is weirder. And, mm. All right. Okay. So
0: the Q angle is the angle at which you're <laughs> looking at the speedometer.
1: So Jerry's bits can be categorized into kind of like several distinct genres. Mm-hmm. Like mo- like most of Jerry's bits are him getting mad at other people's
0: jobs. Sure.
1: Like that's like those are that's that's the main.
0: Yeah. The only me. job is stand up comedian. Yeah. As we know, all
1: yeah. other jobs and all other industries make no fucking sense.
0: Mm-hmm, sure.
1: Uh, there's uh Jerry's suggestions box. Yeah. There's Jerry's customer customer service complaints department, and and the, these are rarer, but they are a distinct category in and of themselves. And it is Jerry, Jerry, attempting to universalize the particular, and mm-hmm. he's talking about a specific thing that happens between his fictional parents, and he wants to turn this into a universal, uh, a universal experience as opposed yeah. to something which is kind of a, a quirk of his family.
0: Austrian stand-up being like, you know when your dad locks you in the basement
1: <laughs> for <Yeah>. the formative
0: <laughs> years of your life?
1: For, for, I mean, for example.
0: Yeah. Your parents argue about whether or not to in the basement and your father says, because you're looking at him from an angle. Yeah. He's actually in the living room.
1: Yeah. Y- y- you, <laughs> under- yeah. You, understand, you understand what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I don't think that anyone has ever insisted that they were going slower than their passenger
2: thought mm. because
1: of the angle. I don't think that's
2: right. Yeah, That's the part that's bullshit. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just curious. It's just a curious thing to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I presume if you're sat in a car and you're, and you're saying to the driver you're going too fast, you're not basing that on the speedo. You're basing that on your sensation of how fast the car is going.
1: Except you can't feel how fast you're going. That's not...
0: Well, no, by looking out of the window.
1: Sure, but like... Speed is not something which you are capable of like detecting. Like you can, you can like make uh, an assessment of how fast you're going based on your other senses, but you can't Mm. actually feel how fast you're
0: going. Well, you you can't. No, (laughs) you don't have a speed sense. I agree.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is an aggregate (laughs) of your other senses. Yes, yes. it
1: it is. But it's why Mm. it's why like if you're on a plane, you don't get a sense of how fast you're going in the plane.
2: I can feel how fast I'm going all the time. I don't all know all the time.
1: Or- okay, so so jet, you're a medical marvel. You're the only person on Earth with a sense of speed.
2: Wait, you can't feel how fast you're going all the time. You
1: can, but you're basing it on like <laughs> on on your hearing and your sight, <laughs> as opposed to. You as know opposed how we can to all feel how sense-
2: fast we're going all the time? I'm trying to do a Seinfeldism.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm the only person who can't. Oh no! You ever trying to no. feel
0: how fast you're going.
2: I'm trying to use Seinfeld logic to gaslight you into thinking that this <laughs> is a thing that because that's what he's doing. He's yeah. a he's gaslighting, and B yeah. he's doing something we call it stand-up false premise, which is mm. if you if you start with a wonky premise, you can go in any direction that leads to mm. all sorts of fun punchlines because you've you've uprooted the entire argument from reality, which is what yeah. he does, yeah, like, as discussed with this angle thing, no one does that. Yeah.
1: The magic yeah. realism of stand-up. Mm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Marquez stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how squirrels <laughs> are always trying to sell you a better Wi-Fi package? You know how, how like, some,
1: like, some days you just, like, turn, like, wake up and you've been turned into a bug?
0: Yeah, classic. thing. Yeah, I'd love to see Kafka do stand up. But no, fun.
1: Kafka's not magic realism. Kafka, Kafka is anti-naturalism. It's not the same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Classic.
1: Welcome to Literature Corner.
0: Yeah, let's not go too <laughs> let's deep. Let's not in go there. too deep uh, into that to Jerry, little, little hole. Who's in the car with his parents, driving them back from the airport? Um, and I'm he's very
1: happy to see Helen and Morty again. I love Helen and Morty.
0: We love to see Helen and Morty. Um, he, he's explaining uh the, his new sitcom deal with uh, NBC to them and uh then uh, there's a, there's a joke about uh, G- George riding on the sitcom and then he's like what rider it's a sitcom um they then uh Morty starts talking about how bad the food was at that restaurant and he's like you were on a plane um and then he reveals that he had the fish on the plane and Jerry's like well that's a very bad choice which i i do i do have to agree with that who who would get fish on a plane i feel like that's a real that's a really rogue move
2: like we're- that's Deep in Seinfeld's territory, we actually hit airplane food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is like the Lion's Den. Yeah, this is quintessential Seinfeld mind. This is the mm. stuff that all the cliches were based off. Yeah, like, it al-
1: yeah, it always feels really weird when you when you kind of find the origin of a kind of much either repeated or parodied mm. thing, like. So the so the other week I went to see a production of Hamlet, mm. which is quite good. I mean, <laughs> up and I mean, coming I playwright. I can't I can't fa- I can't fault it. It's you know it's sad as anything. And like, <laughs> pretty
0: solid, <laughs> it's, pretty solid gear. Yeah, like
1: well, I mean, you yeah. know, f- like you know, first act a bit slow to start, but second second act real real belter.
0: <laughs> Scandy noirs really had a comeback, <laughs> hasn't it? You know, in recent years, <laughs> Shakespeare was a bit ahead of his time. Yeah, that's subtitles. <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: Hot, hot
2: take, problematic fave, Hamlet. <laughs> um, anti uncle prejudice. And it's
1: like, it's absolutely like full of the origins mm. of these completely kind of common phrases, which have just come sort of come into the let- Let's Go. And it feels mm. really, really weird because I've mm. never seen it and I've never read it. This was, this was my first, I was a Hamlet virgin. Yeah. And so it's really, really weird hearing just like, what you think of just kind of completely kind of normal phraseology in its like original context, and that is like seeing Seinfeld discussing airline food. Yeah, Seinfeld yeah. actually
0: invented
2: the concept of airplane food. Yeah, actually, no one, no one, ate, no
1: one, ate on a, on, a, on an airplane.
2: Shakespeare actually invented jokes yeah. about airline food. <laughs> <laughs> a, I think it was, a, um, Hamlet's father. Stabbed himself in the heart after holding a skull up and pondering why people, (laughs) what the deal is with airline food. Why is it so hard to open? That's why he committed suicide violently.
0: Whatst thou? What it sembleth when thou goest upon a voyage?
1: What's the deal with the biscuits you get on a long sea voyage?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Replete with maggots. (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld, but every S is one of those F's.
1: We think we need to find a way of transporting oranges.
2: Mm. Yeah. This crowd is just going wild. Just going
1: mad. Just going yes. apeshit. Apeshit for the scurvy
0: content. Oh, absolutely. People whose scars are heaving open, just like clapping like hogs. Um, yeah. Can you still get scurvy? You can.
1: Can you?
3: You
0: can I mean, still can you get still anything. get it, yeah.
1: Apart from smallpox. Which has been eradicated.
0: I think actually you could. They they still have some some cultures of smallpox in labs,
2: so you could actually still get it
1: if you wanted. If if you you, wanted it bad enough.
2: (laughs) The way things are going with like the anti-vax movement, you're gonna be able to get everything.
1: Yeah, I feel like smallpox is gonna. I feel like smallpox is maybe gonna come back, which would suck.
2: Mm. I mean, if we apply the logic of anti-vax stuff to more stuff, then there will just be. Weird, obstinate, backwoods, oh, like yeah. redneck guys that are just like, I got I gave my kid the bubonic plague because it <laughs> makes <laughs> him stronger. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's just got a little
0: skeleton he's hanging a, out with a him. He's a
1: little little bubonic.
0: Look, my kids my kid's a Minotaur and it never did him any harm. <laughs> my wife climbed inside a wooden facsimile of a bull and uh and a cow. of a cow, sorry, and had our bull, fucker. And we have a Minotaur, we've built him his own labyrinth. It's fine. We're raising him Minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> While he's under our roof, he's a Minotaur. Do <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have to homeschool your Minotaur? Or could you send it into the public education system?
0: I don't know. They, they, the, the trouble is that the public schools these days, they're underfunded and you know, they don't have access they to like, have the:
1: re- labyrinths. It's true, they don't have the resources to teach yeah. a Minotaur.
2: He's quite disruptive in class. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: stomping his little feet. He's mad because he's not in a maze. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they don't tell you. The Minotaur loves the maze. Yeah, you it's gonna, actually you cruel gonna, you to take them out of the Minotaur.
1: to find the maze? Athenian youths and maidens mm. to feed him at lunchtime.
0: Yeah, that is, that, they're hard to come by these it's days.
1: Difficult to feed.
0: Oh yeah, the, oh, the, He's woke, very fussy. the woke vegan brigade have got no answer to what do you feed your minotaur? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to know that that's a plant-based Athenian maiden.
1: Someone makes mm. a good enough Athenian maiden substitute then be my guest. Yeah. But until the then, impossible
0: <laughs> Athenian maiden.
2: My minotaur, by the way, the way you're saying minotaur is bizarre to me. Uh but I'll I'll play along since I'm on the how, uh, how do you say? British minotaur.
1: No, because he's um, the because he's the bastard bull son of King Minos. That's why he's called the I Minotaur. He was pretty nice. <laughs> I,
2: think <we're, laughs> yeah. I think we call him Minos, or the, we call yeah, we call oh. it Minos oh. and Minotaur. Oh, 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 wow. Beside the point, what I was going to say is that he's kind of a stand-up comedian because he tells riddles, which are pretty close mm. to jokes. So it would be cool if this little Minotaur kid from our bit grows up hits the open mics, you know, and he's up there and he's like, What walks on two legs and then three? And then everyone's just confused at him, you know? Get <laughs> <laughs>
0: open for
2: Seinfeld someday.
1: Does the Minotaur tell riddles?
2: Is that the Sphinx that tells I think it's riddles? The Sphinx tells riddles. Oh, am I mixing metaphors here?
1: The like the Minotaur can't speak, I don't think. I think he just roars.
2: He just he just eats Athenian youths and maidens. He just roars and
1: eats Athenian youths and maidens.
2: Yeah. Well, that'd be an even better act. That would be like <laughs> yeah. a Neil Hamburger type thing.
0: <laughs> real, real Andy Kaufman shit. You know, just like yeah.
1: <laughs> the man on the monitor.
0: <laughs> How ironic is it? You know? <sighs> yeah. yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. Anyway,
0: yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> So he's having this conversation uh, uh, and then he's like, oh, and George is actually out with someone from NBC right now. Uh, George is out with Susan. Susan looks different from last time. No, it's
1: definitely Susan still. Okay. The same actor. She's
0: not wearing the waistcoat. It got me. The
1: waistcoat.
0: The waistcoat, yes. Um, Tim, Westcott. <laughs> Tim Westcott. Tim no, And we, we don't have time <laughs> to explain who Tim Westwood is. That's, that's going too far. Um, <laughs> um, and he is complaining about the deal that they've been offered, that it's not enough money. And then she's like, it's a pretty standard deal. And he's like, is Ted Danson's deal a standard deal? And then she's like, you're not Ted Danson.
1: Can I just interject here and just mm-hmm. make a quick note about Susan? You will see more of Susan okay. as the show, as the show we'll progresses. We love to see more of Susan. We love to see more of Susan. It's making a very dark point, I think, mm-hmm. about what women are prepared to tolerate. From men, what well, women who date men are prepared to tolerate. Because right. Susan is she's supposed to have a good job. She's a nice she's a nice looking dame. she's a nice looking broad. As you find out, she is also from like a kind of sort of wasp style, uh, hugely rich family. Mm-hmm. So why is she not only interested in George? But persisting an interest in like in her interest with him despite all despite all kind of signs which should suggest that she shouldn't go anywhere near him I think it's mm. like I think it's worth thinking about
2: that is just the eternal question of the show Seinfeld, right?
1: That, I mean, that's true. Like, it's true because George is like George is the more, su- more successful with women <laughs> than he should be. But I think this the the Susan well, storyline. Oh, yeah, no, both of them. That's true. But like the and Susan storyline. Well, I, I like like Seinfeld. Like he's like a, he's got he's got man on stage syndrome. So I can kind of see that.
2: But still, if you look at the show logically from like a macroscopic point of view he's like mm. what's the statistic of the guy they thought spread AIDS because he had sex with so many people in New York in like the 80s that's the rate at which Jerry Seinfeld is just blasting through the population of 1990s <laughs> New York nobody dates that much that's crazy <laughs> I know who spread like AIDS a- was actually Jerry <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's on airlines that's uh, <laughs> a mile that's- high club <laughs> that's well that's what, not to get too dark here but that's what they said about that person yeah, was that sure. he, he fucked a lot <laughs> on airplanes and somebody who had fucked him said while he uh. was fucking them he would lean over and say i just gave you gay cancer this is fucked up but it's like an urban legend like it's, not, it's not really how how aids was spread in the, <clears throat> in the 80s and 90s or whatever like,
0: excuse me is that better or worse than regular cancer what
2: <laughs> how does that what's work? the is that better or worse than the food on this airplane?
3: Because
2: <laughs> let me tell you a thing or two. <laughs> but uh, but but I guess what I'm getting at though is just like mm. gender in the show Seinfeld is completely fucked because the show's yeah. written yeah, by no, like
1: oh yeah at, like at, mm. like absolutely although no like like Elaine is putting it about Elaine is. Elena's is taking names and laying pipe all around yeah. New York. Like it's not like it's not like it's specific to the men.
0: I only wish I could have been there. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> it's not
1: like it's specific to the men. It, I think just like I, I feel like the Susan storyline because she's like of all of George's girlfriends, she's the one who's the most fleshed out. Like we meet her family,
0: we find <laughs> it's out she's like, pretty fleshed out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we like we find out like about her life. We know what her job is. So we're like. We're like we're invested in we're like we're encouraged we're encouraged to see the interiority of Susan like we aren't with any other of the mm. female characters so it's mu- so I think it's like I think it's much more specifically and pointedly dark than the other women who who George and Jerry date yeah I Scar- suppose so I don't know I just think it's like I just think it's like it's interesting that she's like that she's still persisting <laughs> with him mm. despite the fact that like at, like at the moment all she knows about him is that he is a a novice sitcom writer, mm. which, I mean, you know, Could no offence to, no to any of our listeners who happen to be writing sitcoms, but mm. like... People of sitcom. Why are you, as a man, <laughs> writing a sitcom?
0: What, to talk to other blokes? To talk to other blokes. To imagine make other blokes. A, to what,
1: you think you're going to make another bloke laugh? Yeah. Is that what you're up to? You're
0: getting a, getting a film set with writing? a blokes.
1: But yeah, she's in also like... She thinks that he's worth thirteen grand. That's what that's yeah. what she thinks he's worth. She doesn't even think his idea is worth like championing. It's the bit
0: in Peep Show where right Johnson says, "We all have our price, Jeremy, and I estimate yours to be five hundred pounds." <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, and you know, and he's like, he's fixated on Ted Danson. He's got a friend. He's got a friend who puked on her. Hmm. Like what? Like what's she doing? What is Susan up to?
0: There you go. She needs. Yeah. She needs dick. Maybe Costanza's got crazy good dick. Maybe that's. Well, what we've
1: discussed is. this, and we decided that he probably does. Mm.
0: Yeah, he's he's just piping people real good. That's the I Costanza. He does.
1: Part. He's got it, like a kind of. Yeah.
2: It's the only off-screen detail that could mm. effectively pin together the reality of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, mm. but it but makes everything make sense.
1: But he just. Yeah. He just eats it like it's his last meal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Probably>. Very extravagantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slowly. Yeah. slowly. <laughs>
0: um, it, she gives him a bowl of c- a bowl, a, b- a box of cigars that her father bought for him. It's not. This isn't yeah, really. She's fleshed she's, out. T-
1: she's telling her family about this guy. Like, mm. if you're dating Costanza, are you telling your family? <laughs> Mm. Are you keeping it to yourself forever and maybe if you're, if thinking? You're dating
0: the Minotaur, What are you telling your <laughs> family? Oh yeah, he's got his own place
1: <laughs>
0: underground. It's on an island. It's
1: a bit difficult to find, but mm. you know the price
0: was great. Pretty secure. Yeah, he's got a regular supply of youths and maidens. Was made by a
1: famous architect.
0: His father's pretty well known. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't um, let
1: that go to his head. No. If anything, it's made life harder for him.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then George is like, what, well, am I going to have to write your father a note or something? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what will I say in the note? <laughs> um.
1: This is another, this is a wonderful bit of Costanza yeah. character building. That he, that he experiences an unprovoked and really nice and thoughtful gif- gift as like a source of horrifying anxiety. Yeah. Like it's the worst thing that could have happened to him that someone's yeah. given him this box of expensive cigars. Yeah. Because his immediate thought is, what do I say in the thank you note? Oh, God, do I have to write him a note? Oh, God. Oh, God. And it's, yeah, it's very, it's yeah. yeah. That, now that's relatable.
0: Costanza is British coded. <laughs>
1: um,
0: to be fair, if someone, if someone gave me a box of cigars, I'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. Really? Yeah, man. I don't, I don't get cigars at all.
1: What's to get? <laughs> what's, the, what's the issue talk me through cigarettes my, are
0: do, fun do, you smoke them and then you feel nice cigars are like a cigarette where you don't get any of the benefits of a cigarette but you get mouth cancer
2: yeah cigars are weird you can
1: get mouth cancer from a cigarette
0: yeah but you get high <laughs> off a cigarette right like you, you, do get not... some, you get a sensation from a cigarette you get not... a
1: sensation from a cigar no, you don't, no, you
0: you're don't. you not supposed it.
2: to smoke a cigar you're supposed to just
1: like you hold the smoke in your mouth and then you blow, and then you blow it out it tastes good I like cigars I'd be delighted if someone gave me a box of Cuban cigars. Mm. I I, I can't imagine a (laughs) circumstance in which this would happen.
0: Welcome to the podcasting (laughs) business, Phoebe. Would you like to join us in the cigar room?
1: Made special for Castro.
0: Yeah. That's the new the new studio is going to have a cigar room.
1: It should have a cigar room. I'll go with it.
0: Rolled on the thighs of an Athenian maiden.
1: <laughs> a nutritional <laughs> yeast Athenian ver- Athenian maiden. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. You don't want to get nutritional yeast in the Athenian maidens. It's very difficult to get rid of in the ancient world. <laughs> they got no antifungal medication. You think Caniston was around in the 5th century? Um Do you
1: think they got thrush in the fish- in- the ancient world, absolutely, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Do you think yeast was like a thing that just it started coming after people recently?
1: Yes, I think. You- <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeast
0: was like, you know what? <laughs> We've become less important as like a, a bakery staple, household item. Let's start going after the pussy.
1: I think in the past, mm-hmm. people and yeast existed, like coexisted peacefully, right. and then something happened, and the yeast declared war on us.
0: I see. Yeah.
1: Mm. I don't know what. Okay, I don't know what happened,
0: but something happened. It's like Independence Day. Yeah. Mm. I see.
1: <laughs> but for Thrush. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, like Will
1: Smith opening the kind of the spaceship door, and then there's just this kind of th- sort of Thrush culture that just got smoking <laughs> just a cigar, just yeah. jumps out at him.
0: Oh. Yeah. He yeah. That's really gross. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Will Will Smith and uh, Will Jeff Smith Goldblum and did, just like pussy. itchy dicks. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's how the scientist in the film discovers aliens before everyone else it's a yeast infection. <laughs> like, what
1: is this? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you no know, the bit when like the scientist yeah. gets like captured and gets kind of like smacked against the glass and like that. It's cuz he's it's cuz he's got
2: thrush. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum brings everyone into a, like a laboratory. He's like, "All right, so look at my dick." Uh, you'll <laughs> notice.
1: And literally everyone like everyone in the lab is just like, "Jeff Goldblum showing his dick. Let's go." Yeah.
2: <laughs> Doesn't matter if oh, we need yeah. to be there or not. Mm. Oh yeah, people are horny for Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I forgot.
1: Oh yeah. For for a while now. I don't think this is a new I don't think this is a new aspect.
0: What do you reckon the fly did to his dick?
1: Oh well actually you find out because okay. like well like uh, before he starts properly going fly like um mm-hmm. like he gets he gets like absolute like motor dick there's motor this whole dick. there's this whole scene where like they like where they like fuck like 24 syndrome. hours yeah oh but this is before he starts like flaking
0: Oh. Uh, you don't want to flake
1: i used to do a bit about how late the Think, fly. Like, I used to love a good flake. About how late in the fly I would still fuck Jeff Goldblum, and how mm. it's worryingly late. Oh,
2: that's funny. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, it's more relatable than Milo's podcaster bit. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Yeah,
0: you ever, you ever become a fly? <laughs> um uh, so we cut back to the car. Jerry's parents are asking him about his watch, which in a previous episode he threw in a bin because uh, it wasn't keeping time, and uh, Uncle Leo picked it out of the bin.
1: This doesn't feel like a
0: good thing to do if a watch no, doesn't...
1: Yeah. like. If, if like, I had a watch that didn't, didn't keep time, I'd either just like chuck it in a drawer or I'd probably just keep wearing it.
0: Yeah. Who needs to be anywhere on time? What for? Meeting a bloke? Sus. <laughs> right. And then uh, Jerry and his father are arguing over who should pay the toll, and then Jerry's like, you think I don't make money, don't you? Um, although they've also been complimenting the leather seats in Jerry's car, is it a Saab at this point? I think so. They're not mentioning because in a previous episode he was driving a, a BMW 3 Series. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's not. It's not he important. He
1: definitely gets a Saab later on because there's a storyline the around his Saab. But okay. like, you don't, you don't know. He's a fan point. of Kurt Vonnegut.
0: He wants a Saab. Uh, so then we cut to the apartment what? where Kurt Vonnegut used to be a Saab dealer. We were talking about this the other night. Admittedly, we were not sober, but I was telling Phoebe <laughs> that Kurt Vonnegut used to own a Saab dealership. That's
2: not right. Before he was
0: a famous it? writer. That's genuinely true.
2: Isn't his like little fictional stand-in character work as a car salesman? Who? Kilgore what, Trout? Kilgore
1: Trout? No, he's a science fiction novelist, Kilgore Trout.
2: It's, Didn't he also sell cars at one point? I haven't read one of these books in like twenty five years or something
0: Kilgore, like that. Trout isn't the main character, is he? Is no, the, he no, but he's, he's Kurt one Vonnegut's of the stand like oh, standard right, okay. figure. Yeah. No, there's but I think one of isn't is it that the lead Oh no, the main character in Slaughterhouse Five isn't an, an an optician? Is that right?
1: Yeah, he's an optometrist.
0: Yeah. But one, of the, but one of the characters, I think, in his life is a car salesman. I can't remember. I, t- I feel like there is some sort of car salesman in there. Anyway, Kurt Vonnegut used to well, have a soft Well, if anyone listening to this is in eighth grade, feel free to
2: <laughs> email any one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what's we going need, on in these books. We need
0: some, like, 12-year-old experts <laughs> uh, to weigh in on these big literary questions. Uh, we've just about got a hold of Hamlet. <laughs> um, but, and, and the Minotaur but anything else, uh, do write in you know um, what,
1: like, Ham- he seemed like a nice guy I hope things work out okay for him
0: what, Kurt Vonnegut? Hamlet oh Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: they're with with the Minotaur
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I hope he finds his way um, so Kramer comes in explains his sort of head injury out, and, he, and he explains about Crazy Joe Devola, and that it was uh, Jerry who sort of grassed him up to Crazy Joe Devola. And uh, Jerry's parents are like very offended on Kramer's behalf, and they're like, uh, "Why?" Uh, and then Kramer explains, "He's like, oh yeah, he's after Jerry now." And then Jerry's mom's like, "What are we going to do?" And then Morty's like, "I'll make a few calls." Jerry says, "Who are you going to call?" And then Jerry's mom goes off on a bit about how it's impossible Uncle-coded not behavior. to like Jerry.
1: Uncle coded behavior. Yeah, making a few, few phone calls. calls is like the it's like the ultimate tool in the arsenal of the uncle. Yeah,
0: to like guys from down the pub. Yeah,
1: make a few mm. phone calls.
0: Yeah. It's the, st- it's the strongest weapon available to the uncle. I've talked on this show before about the time my uncle phoned up Jonathan Ross. Yes. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. it, and it, and it, was, it was good then, and it <laughs> would be good if you told it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, my, my uncle once took it upon himself to attempt to call uh, British late-night TV personality Jonathan Ross in an attempt to further my comedy career because <laughs> he had once sold Jonathan Ross an office chair. And um, his secretary was like, you can't do that. It's illegal under data protection laws. So he sent Jonathan Ross a letter to which he received no reply. <laughs> he then phoned me to tell me that he had done this. <laughs> as though I'd be like, great thinking.
1: So uh, so Jonathan Ross, if you're listening.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, reply to my uncle. Why <laughs> are you leaving my uncle, uncle. Uncle? Yeah. Yeah. my uncle on Yeah. Email my uncle. Stop ghosting my uncle. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: The two so, genders are don't email my wife and stop ghosting my uncle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: so this is uncle behavior, even though he is mm. his dad. You can yeah. be someone's dad and still be their uncle.
0: Right. Yes, I can see that. Um, so Kramer asks Jerry when he's getting his watch back from the repair place. And Jerry's like, oh, I don't know. They said it's going to be a few days. And he's like, a few days. And he's like, they're backed up. Um, some sort of discourse around that issues. Um We then cut to Morty, who's at the back doctor, because he's come to New York to see the back doctor about his back. Um, And he's claiming that the pull-out sofa from Seinfeld's Passim gave him the bad back. Um, And uh, Jerry's mom is defending the pull-out sofa, and he's like, you defend that sofa like it's a person. He's filling out the questionnaire to see the doctor, and he's, he's moaning about the invasive questions on the questionnaire. There's one about, have you ever had an STD? And he's like, I'm not filling this out. Do
1: you think they asked that, if you're getting your back? looked at
0: they do i guess because if you're going to a clinic where you haven't been before they have like a standard induction survey don't they where they ask you for all your like allergies and like your kind of your medical history and stuff i guess because they might have to give you like a medication you Might or, have to like, give you chlamydia yeah they, and might, they need to find out if you're allergic <laughs> if you're up to it if you're up to the task You ever had thrush?
2: yeah <laughs> i what's weird about this scene to me is not so much The like, I think the bit here is supposed to be that he is being unreasonably old and Jewish about a very standard form. Yeah. But he just throws it back at them and says, I'm not filling it out. And they're like, okay. And not to skip ahead, but then he like leaves without paying. Yeah. None of this is allowed at all. <laughs> yeah. I know things are different for you guys over there, mm. but the American medical system is mm. so fucked. It yeah. would be incredible if you could just walk out. You, I mean, you can do it here, but you have to give like a fake name and shit like that. on the floor. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's b- fucking bananas. Like, I don't, I don't know if this is if this is because it's in the '90s or because it's in a fake reality in a sitcom. Right, probably, probably mm. the latter.
1: Probably, you know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Here, here you wouldn't be seeing a doctor for a kickoff. That'd be, you'd be involved in a process of, like, being told that you couldn't see the doctor.
1: Or that um, you do need to be seeing a doctor at some unspecified time in the future. Yeah.
0: Basically, now there's, like, there's so little provision in the NHS that you have to do, like, knifey-spoony in order to see a doctor, where, like, they, you call the doctor and then the secretary says we're only taking urgent appointments today, call back tomorrow, and then you have to say, you say that every day, and they're like, ah, you've
2: solved my riddle. (laughs) I
0: suppose suppose legally we do have to treat
3: you. Come into my labyrinth. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's a
2: minotaur on the other end of the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to find the golden thread, and then
0: maybe you'll get a prescription for antibiotics.
1: I mean, the idea of being this rude to an NHS receptionist who are the most terrifying people on the fucking planet yeah it's just it's just it's just impossible
2: yeah you know what it's definitely because it was a sitcom because in my head I was thinking um most things in America if you see something from like a TV show or something like this before 9 eleven it's way different and it's mm. because of nine eleven but that's I'm thinking like airports and things like that yeah. nothing changed at the hospital not because the of Ma- nine eleven <laughs>
1: doctor yeah
0: yeah has to take your shoes you off a, at the hospital
3: now you got
1: a bad back? <laughs> been, at the, uh, been at the old flying academy, have you?
0: Yeah, they rough you up and shit. <laughs> yeah. I hurt my back at the Taliban training camp.
1: <laughs> I'm not used to sitting cross-legged on the floor.
0: They've got bad medical cover in the Taliban. <laughs> to be
1: fair, as far as I can tell, they've got quite good medical cover in the, in the Taliban. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. It's their program. Yeah. The, They're actually with Booper. Wasn't
1: there wasn't there a thing? Um, maybe it wasn't the Taliban, maybe it was maybe it was ISIS who like took mm. who were like, it, it was it was the Taliban who were taking COVID more seriously than like oh, The, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. interim Afghan government. Mm. Um, well,
2: they all wear their masks. That's, that's true. One.
1: Can't can't yeah. argue with that. But that yeah, right. they were like, they, they'd, safe like they'd like it was cool. set up this kind of <laughs> <laughs> They'd set up like a kind of sort of proper kind of like furlough scheme, <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. That's a fun, yeah. uh, that, that to me is a little bit of a little bit of postmodern humor.
3: Yeah. yeah it rules. Yeah, pretty
0: good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. They were taking it much more seriously and they were like, like letting people work from home. People in the
0: Afghan <laughs> countryside, like zooming in to their job <laughs> as a goat farmer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chatting to the goats on
2: Zoom. Yeah. Cutting oh, a guy's head off over Zoom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's difficult just to t- do, but with the right attitude. <laughs> you just got to get the guy to do it himself, but you're yeah, sort of you directing either. the process.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the guy stops, wait, is that your cat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> holding up the cat to the camera. Uh, it's
0: really embarrassing that like, you're cutting a guy's head off over Zoom and then like your kid comes in in the background. Like, oh, and starts
1: oh, like, no, yeah. oh, no, it's the kid.
0: I'm trying to cut a guy's head off. Come on. Guys.
2: The guy's... The guy's head has, like, a filter on it, and it, like, <laughs> yeah. then, like, his head that's on the floor because he cuts his head off.
1: He yeah, hasn't oh, worked out right. how to turn off, like, the Shrek filter. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Shrek starts doing a sad face as you <laughs> cut more of the head Just, off. Oh. so
2: embarrassing. The Western pigs in the media are going to think we cut Shrek's head off because <laughs> I couldn't get this filter off.
0: Yeah. Shrek is actually Islamic because he's green. They're pro-Shrek <laughs> in the Taliban. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's a, that's a bit for you as a concept.
1: <laughs> I once I once wrote a very 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 long thing about um, which was like debating whether or not Shrek is supposed to be Jewish. Oh, so that was something. Shrek is mm. the last Jew in Kabul. That's that's oh, okay. <laughs> that's the situation.
2: <laughs> I think he's explicitly Scottish, right?
1: He is, but you can be Scottish and Jewish. That exists, uh,
2: I suppose. I suppose <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to combine those I, two I energies
0: though. So. They're they're two such powerful energies. I feel. <laughs> have, you,
1: have you never seen? Have you never seen the Jewish tartan? No, it's kind of blue and white tartan. It's sick.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: There are there Whoa. are maybe twenty like actual like Scottish Jews, but like they are proud. Twenty. <laughs> they are
2: proud <laughs> as fuck. There are twenty, but they're formidable. <laughs> Do any of the three of us dare attempt that accent?
1: Well, not it. Scottish. What, the, the Scottish accent. Sh- is
2: Jewish Polish. Scottish. Oh, oh oh god. Okay.
1: No, I'm not doing
2: it. The Passover
0: meal, but everything's deep fried. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, like there's some there's a fair amount of deep fr- deep friedness in mm. Jewish cuisine. Oh well, there You you go. Got the, you got the, uh, mm. oh, got the Hanukkah donuts. It's got the Hanukkah
0: donuts. He's got the Hanukkah got the Donuts Hanukkah there, donut. there, pal. Uh, Sean Connery, the uh, He's Scottish come round for Jewish. a Hanukkah Donut. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. do you think I am? Some kind of Hanukkah Donut. I
1: would encourage our friends in the EU to join us for a deep-fried Hanukkah Donut. <laughs>
0: wow. Right. Westminster has been legislating about Scottish Hanukkah Donuts for too long.
1: It's actually pronounced Holyrood. <laughs>
0: Fucking hell. Um, right. <laughs> All Jerry right, we're done. is furious we're done here. at George. I think we've squeezed everything
1: we can out of that.
0: <laughs> Jerry is furious at George for passing on the NBC contract. Uh, George claims he's negotiating. Jerry explains that that's not negotiating. That's just turning down a deal. They'll just go with someone else. And then George keeps doing a bit where he's like pretending to be like fake scared. Can we, we go back to Hamlet here?
1: Because this is such tragic hero mm-hmm. behavior. This is yeah. such like hubris before the downfall. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jerry's oh, like, oh, I'm yeah.
1: scared. They're not going to do the show. Yeah, that's actually
0: from Hamlet. <laughs> um, and I'm then,
1: shaking.
0: Yeah. And that, then,
1: again, is also <laughs> specifically from Hamlet.
0: Yeah, he's, he, is, he is doing kind of a, a Guido Italian voice there. Mm-hmm. Living up to the Costanza part of his uh, that's right. heritage. Um, and then Jerry's like, oh, yeah, they were just like, let's give these guys with no experience and no idea more money. Um, yeah, classic. I would
1: love it if that that's was the British general, TV pr- works, general to be principle.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just you have to be like, you have to be a certain kind of guy with no experience and no money. But then the British media class are like, please, have a go. you
1: going to expand on that or are we just going to leave that? No, I think we're just going to leave it. going to leave that. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. I think that's wise.
0: Yeah, that would be my. That
1: would be wise. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and so then we cut back to Mordy at the Back Doctor. And he's like, I've been waiting so long I could die in here. And then the nurse comes in and informs him he's been waiting 20 minutes. Um, she, un- she unbuckles something that's Velcro, and that-, that distresses him. He goes on a rant about how much he hates Velcro. The,
1: it's a blood pressure thing, right? The Velcro thing? Oh, is that thing? what it was?
2: Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah,
0: presumably. I, I, didn't, I didn't actually see what it was that she did. I just heard him go on about the Velcro.
2: I'm multitasking sometimes. classically are always Velcro. Everyone knows them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird Like, if they of were. all
1: the things in the doctor's office, that is the thing that is most likely to be Velcro.
0: Yeah. A button-up blood pressure monitor would be quite strange. Or like a zip. Yeah.
1: Oh, that would be horrible, because it would, like, catch your arm hairs.
0: Yeah. Or maybe a big... Like, those big kind of, like, um, you know, like, uh, oblong buttons like they have on a duffel coat.
1: Like a toggle. Yeah, like a toggle. A big wooden toggle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it wouldn't get, to- <laughs> like, like Paddington Bear.
0: Or it ties up like a dressing gown.
1: Well, I think you can get tie-up ones. Because
0: like okay. the, like, the point is, is to
1: make is to like get it really tight mm. uh, like, in order to be able to assess mm. your blood pressure. You couldn't do it with a toggle. You wouldn't be able to get it tight enough. There
2: you And that's what we are to understand Morty would prefer, because yeah. he hates Velcro.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. how much he hates Velcro. A
2: duffel coat style toggle.
1: Do you have any noises that you can't stand?
2: Um, you, you don't, don't have know. to answer
1: right away. You can think They're about it. Are. We can come back to it.
2: They probably are some.
1: Okay, Jake?
2: Oh, uh, normal ones, I think. Just really loud shit unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have, like, an abnormal thing like Velcro.
1: I can't stand yeah. the sound of, like, metal against metal. So, like, like if you have, like, a metal bowl and you're, like, serving out with, like,
2: a Robo-Cop metal spoon. RoboCop and
0: Terminator fucking it's just, like. Nightmare yeah, maybe. that's like
1: that's yeah. my nightmare. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh do you remember awesome. an Ace Ventura when he does that to torture somebody? He takes a plate out and then he just starts scraping a fork on it. Uh, ah, yeah, that really would be bad. that would
1: be okay, but if the plate was metal, I would ah. not be able to tolerate it. Mm. Okay. And I used to live with someone who ate who ate spaghetti. First of all. They ate spaghetti like an absolute, like an absolute savage. Right. It was unacceptable. <laughs> Uncooked. For, for, it was un- un- unacceptable.
2: Out of the <laughs> jacket, just biting a chunk off. You mean like an Italian? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: First of all, they they did indeed break the spaghetti in half before cooking it. Not okay. It's not okay. It's not an okay thing to do. And that's, I'm, not that's violence a t- I'm not even Italian. I'm not even Italian. I'm not even Italian, and I n- I recognize violence when I see it. Mm. And then what they would do is they would scoop the spaghetti up with a spoon, mm. and then do the twirling with the fork on the spoon, so like, like that, That's and it would weird. make the worst noise in the
2: world. Oh, I see. And <laughs> yeah, just, mm.
1: kind of scraping, scratching, <laughs> kind, of kind of Hitchcock whining noise. Well, yeah. Um, and yeah, and it was—it's not the worst thing about them, but it was definitely up there.
0: Story about the time that uh, Phoebe lived with Joseph Fritzl. Um,
2: Actually, guy... I thought of a noise that I hate quite a okay, bit, which is right. uh, the sound of stand-up comedy. It's like uh, you know what, uh... Oh god, <laughs> my brain. Yeah, for me, I,
0: I've I've thought of one. It's like when you when you drop like a saucepan on the floor.
2: Oh, what the
1: clang!
0: Yeah, I hate that. I hate clang. Clang, a lang a lang Yeah, clang, clang, <laughs> clang. Yeah, any like really like loud and disruptive noises. I hate. I hate. I think when I'm particularly when I'm concentrating on something like so you anyone you making. Just don't want to be startled. It's very contextual. Because you're to just
1: me. A, just a tiny boy, and you don't want to be startled.
0: You don't want to be startled. You don't want to be it's, startled. It's not it for me. It's not just about being startled. It's also about being annoyed. If I'm trying to concentrate and there's some kind of continuous hubbub occurring, I find that quite stressful.
1: Is that your Len Goodman?
0: No, this <laughs> is Michael Kay. <Caine. laughs> Len Goodman doesn't sound anything like this. And now it's going a bit Alan Ford. Do you fucking see that that is how Alan Ford sounds now? We don't have time. For we
1: this. don't have time. We don't. We simply, simply don't have time.
0: Don't. Um we should so, stop. we should make Jerry,
1: we should make like a glossary of Mm. Of British public figures to give to American guests. That we should before before they come on.
0: Um, George offers Jerry the Cuban cigars. (laughs) And then Kramer, at that exact moment, bursts in and is like, I'll take them. And I think the bit is that Kramer has like a sixth sense for when something's being offered for free. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, Then uh, Jerry gets buzzed by FedEx. Uh, Just to interject real quick,
2: I made a note of this because I enjoyed it so much. (laughs) Kramer takes the cigar and then just says some gibberish which if you have closed captioning on informs us that he's uh imitating the Spanish language so it's not he doesn't know how to speak Spanish he just sort of goes like blah blah and he thinks that's what Spanish. I always
1: thought he was saying something in Spanish. Is he? Is he actually not? Is he just like saying nonsense? That's amazing. I think it's
2: gibberish. I mean, I'm not like my Spanish didn't. I'd have to go back and rewatch it to like really go over with a fine tooth comb. But I think he was just scatting for a moment.
0: That is incredible. Amazing that a guy who lives in New York can't even do like a plausible one phrase in Spanish. For yeah. the purposes of a bit.
2: Yeah. Do something you heard on the street, a guy yelling <laughs> at you in Brooklyn or whatever, but mm-hmm. no, I think he just sweat like... <laughs> <laughs> like a Star Wars character or something. <laughs>
0: you know when you're hanging out with Spanish people and they go skippy dip bum bum It's it's always like that. Yeah. yeah. What? That's um is Scatman John. Scatman.
1: Yeah, but that's that's not Okay, you know what? No, no, no I was <laughs> doing a bit about <laughs> scat, and, yeah. uh, and just
0: like just thinking that just like scat is a substitute for any language.
1: Are you thinking of the the Scatman John theme song?
0: Because that's I'm the Scatman. Yeah, yeah. E-da, bop, e-da bum. Yeah. Yeah. Does he do a yeah. He does. Oh,
1: yeah, he does. A
0: he does. It's in a different part. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was any skimmy DVDs. <laughs> I don't think that there were any
2: skimmy DVDs. As, as a student of <laughs> Scatman
0: John, <laughs> I think, think you'll fine. that's the most issue you've ever taken with anything on this podcast. <laughs> like anything I've ever said, like correct or otherwise, that is what is you've you've taken the most umbrage to. That's
1: yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. All right.
0: Well, someone had to say it.
1: Someone had to.
0: That is true. Someone had to um, correct this this man and his assertions. Uh, So uh, Kramer's lecturing um, Jerry about how the Scat
1: Man is like Batman's stage persona.
2: What? Where he like shits everywhere? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, his parents were murdered by like um
1: by someone scatting.
2: Mm. No, Dave Matthews Band's tour bus dumped a bunch of <laughs> shit on them. <laughs> he has a brown Batman suit he puts on, and he's I'm um, gonna become the thing that killed my parents. It's disgusting. Yeah,
0: a, b- a big poo, the yeah.
2: poo emoji. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: that would be to be fair. If there was a big crime fighting shit, you'd keep away from it. Hmm? You would. That was like a big shit fighting crime. You'd be like, I don't want to get touched by that. Yeah, It'd smell bad. Yeah, you would. It would just, it would, you disperse, is what I'm you saying. It would
1: disperse. Yeah. And maybe if, maybe if, that's what they should do. Maybe to disperse. Cover all the police and shit. Just, you know yeah, what? Just I'm prepared to not abolish shit. the police. Here are my terms.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, God.
1: It's something really disgusting as well. Like, we don't want, like, any kind, any kind of herb of all shit. no, 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 no. It's got to be, like, dog shit. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moving from that great idea, which we will be enacting. Um,
0: Kramer's lecturing Jerry about how uh, he just he buzzed uh, FedEx, and it, it could have just been a burglar or a murderer. And then Jerry's like, "So your solution is get rid of all package delivery?" And then he's like, "Yeah."
1: Yeah, I respect this because this is a hard stance, and I respect yeah. hard stances.
0: Yeah, and then and um, that's
1: got me into trouble in the past.
0: And then Felix shows up at the door, and it's Elaine. Yay! We get some. it get. This is very unSeinfeld. We get hugging.
1: Yeah, I know. I, mm. I don't like it. I don't. Yeah. I don't care for it.
0: And I've written in my notes here. Maybe she's there to murder them. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a fun twist.
1: It would have been. Yeah. Mm.
0: They she's got another about, macrame um, waistcoat on. Classic. Classic. We Elaine. Lo- we love JLD.
1: Got a pair of little little penny loafers.
0: Classic. Mm. Um, they ask her about her ongoing romance with her psychiatrist, Dr. Rustin. Um, and then she's like, yeah, it's fine. But she touched her face and they're like, you've got to tell. And she's like, what? And they're like, yeah, if you touch your face when you're talking about how your relationship is going, it means it's not going well. And the higher you touch your face, the worse it is.
1: I think this is well observed. Yeah. And then
0: she's right. like, how high did I go? And then George is like, almost the nose. Um, and uh, I'm trying to understand why I've written in my notes here. Um, Elaine says their relationship's not quite over. But he says that he's. She says that he's not letting her leave. He's sort of like manipulating her into staying. She refers to him as a Svenjali, and then we get and then Jerry's like Svenjali, uh, isn't it Sven guy? said, I said Sven guy? He's like no, you didn't. And I've written Phoebe here in Bragg.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Phoebe likes to just say stuff a bit weird and then just like and then just like stare you down and just see.
1: <laughs> yeah, why do you think he says Minotaur? I
3: terrorized him into it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I knew it wasn't real. Mm.
1: Can I just interject and say that this particular scene has one of my favourite throwaway lines from the whole show, okay. which is when Jerry says to George, "What you are eating? My peanut butter out the jar with your disgusting index fingers." I just think it's such it's it's such a beautiful piece of dialogue mm. because <laughs> disgusting index fingers it's so that's so vivid that's lyrical it's very specific yeah. yeah the
0: rest of his fingers are fine the rest
1: was but you are disgusting index fingers it's and it, and you can use it in your own life you can call you mm. said like, accuse other people of having disgusting index fingers it's just it's just a very lovely line
0: you've got disgusting index disgusting fingers
1: disgusting index fingers uh, there's a
0: bit where elaine does a like sarcastic face with her tongue out yeah yeah like that did you I don't know. No, I like everything. You got that disgusting does. index fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look. If I, yeah, yeah sure. Um, Kramer lights his cigar off the stove and uh, manages to set his hair on fire with the stove, but no, it has like a delayed reaction.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of sympathy for this. I'm constantly setting my hair on fire.
0: Yeah, I, I remember the time you like burned some of your eyebrow off while lighting a cigarette. That was a good one.
1: Yes, so do I. <laughs> And it wasn't funny. <laughs> it was a very traumatic Not event. What to you?
0: <laughs> but hey, good news to some other people. It was.
1: Yeah, yeah so, fair play.
0: You know, when you really when you take all of that in balance, it kind of uh, balances out, like zero sum.
1: I, before I started growing my fringe out, I was constantly nearly setting fire to my own fringe because mm. I've got a small face, and if, mm. like if you put a flame near uh, near a large fringe, yeah. Because I had a Tonk for
0: Harold's a fringe having. Yeah.
2: How are you going to smoke these cigars if your head is so flammable?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to have to. I'll tell you what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to get one of those, you know, those like, you know, those like really neat little cigar lighters, which have like a kind of like a kind of Bunsen burner flame. They don't have like a kind of open flame. They just have like a little kind of blue kind of color. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. So I'll get one of those for my cigars.
2: And you think you'll be safe yeah. from lighting yeah. your head on I'll fire with grand. that?
1: Yeah, I think I'll be grand.
2: Okay. All right. We'll All see.
0: Right. Yeah. You can get one of those little blow torches. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: Can I have one shaped like a gun? Why not? Okay. What's Why
0: not, Phoebe? You're old enough. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> can do what I want. That is right. Your mum can't stop you. Um, uh, please don't
1: tell my mum that I Mo- that I occasionally smoke cigars <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Morty is waiting for the doctor after his x-ray and he discovers that uh, his wallet has been stolen and the doctor's like oh, I don't see how that happened and he's like oh you don't see and then he refuses to even see the x-rays that have been taken on the grounds that the doctor is a bum um, we then cut to Elaine this is when he leaves without paying Uh, We then cut to Elaine telling the psychiatrist about this new guy that she's met as a ruse to try and get rid of him. And she's like, yeah, we're seeing each other. She's taking
1: George's advice, which seems very unwise Mm. to me.
0: Yeah, I guess it's sort of decent advice. But yeah, it's weird. Uh, We're seeing each other sexually.
1: Um, Sexually.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. We were, yeah. there's a weird throwaway bit where the psychiatrist fakes a call or maybe not a fake call from someone called Bobo. I don't think it is yeah, a fake what call. The I, think you're, I, I think
1: you're supposed to think mm. that like he is like fucking another one of his patients. I think that's what you're supposed to think.
0: Why is it called Bobo? Is she a monkey? Like, what's going on? It's, it's <laughs> a cute little
1: nickname. Bobo.
0: It's Bruce you wouldn't Willis. Call it, a woman you're dating Bobo. They wouldn't stand for that. I've met women, and like if you're giving
2: them a nickname, <laughs> they don't want it to be Bobo. I wouldn't
1: mind being called Bobo,
2: <laughs> like a circus clown. <laughs> that's weird. You Bobo's, should mind that.
1: Bobo is not a clown. What are you talking Bozo. Bobo is care? absolutely
2: a clown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Maybe Bobo, bo- 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 bo, like a French clown.
1: Bobo, bobo, Bobo,
0: Bobo. I've forgotten everything I ever knew. I'm a French clowner. Huh? <laughs> That is what I mean with visage, mal.
2: But, Doctor, I am Bobo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, well, we should fuck then. <laughs> <laughs> the and yeah. Bobo
1: stands for boot polish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobo, no, that's cute. Boop, yeah. boot. Boop, boop, Let's <laughs> just be
2: boo Yeah, he's fucking uh, Yogi the Bear's younger friend. Boop, boo. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come along, Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> is that,
1: is that, what is that? <laughs> Smarter you're...
0: than the average bear. Is that? Oh, no. I, that, 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 what I'm doing now is
1: Top Cat. Uh, okay. Oh,
0: okay. Officer Dibble.
1: Your Top Cat is very similar to your Newman.
0: <laughs> Hello, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Top Cat. <laughs> <Newman. laughs> Officer of Dibble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I tried to do yogi and just like a perfect top cat I've got the <laughs> Riley disease now.
2: That was confusing, but fun. Yeah. Uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons
0: just like appearing at random.
1: I think Bobo is a cute nickname. And I wouldn't mm. mind it at all. I'm gonna start calling you Bobo.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So and th- and then and then he just to Elaine. Do you remember the time you had a sexual dream about a Chinese woman?
2: <laughs> Which it, well, it, it yeah. made me laugh. <laughs> that was presented yeah. as if, uh, like, it was a big punchline in yeah. the in the show in the nineties. Everyone in the room is ah, what a insane thing to dream about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was now, very like, out yeah, of sure. place. It's one of those things where I think it's like um,
1: Elaine by Icon. A bike on.
0: a bicon, yeah uh where yeah. uh because in because in humor like specificity is funny, like it is like it's funny that he's just out uh, apropos of nothing saying to Elaine, do you remember this sex dream you had about x, y, z, but the fact that like do you had a sex dream about a woman would be like okay, maybe like somewhat funny because it's like quite an abrupt, but adding any descriptor that's specific, like a Chinese woman or I don't yeah. know, whatever it does make it funnier. Without any necessary racial uh, I think, animus,
1: I think that the follow up is what makes it funny.
0: Oh yeah, when she's like, yeah, like slightly, like slightly, like shamefacedly, like yeah, yeah I do.
1: But then his next question.
0: Oh yeah, have you been urinating a lot again?
1: Yeah. If you put those two together, because mm. he makes it sound like it's diagnostically significant, but then he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but then it doesn't come up again.
0: Mm. Great. Yeah. Um and then uh, yeah I think you're
1: supposed to think that he is also fucking another patient whose name whose nickname is Bobo.
0: Yeah, he's fucking another patient who is a circus ape <laughs> <laughs> called Bobo. Yeah.
2: Wait, why does he ask her how much she's pissing? He's like a psychiatrist, right? Mm.
1: I think you would tell a psychiatrist how much you're pissing. I don't know. They're just psychiatrists, <laughs> so
2: they've never asked. Yeah, maybe they're not very good. Yeah, I don't know. May- like
1: maybe you yeah. need to see a really good they're psychiatrist to, you. you know, who fucks more <laughs> of their patients. Doctor Rustin is like, like, should be in prison.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like Doctor Rustin is like, is like a nightmare.
0: Yeah, my ex-girlfriend used to see a dermatologist called Doctor Rustin. I wonder if it was the same guy.
1: I think it probably was.
0: Yeah. I don't your ex girlfriend he about how much she
2: pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Is your ex girlfriend Bobo?
0: Yeah, the, my ex girlfriend was a circus ape, actually. Well, they're they
1: are not circus apes. That's not a thing. What's a circus oh, I'm ape? I am sure
2: there's been a circus ape. Yeah,
0: but like what an ape that's part of the circus.
1: Yeah, but what do they do in the circus?
2: You are thinking of Magilla Gorilla because you can't stop thinking about <laughs> Hanna Barbera shit. <laughs> the same, the same, um, the same
0: thing that all the other animals do at the circus. It'd be involved in performances of some kind. What does the what is the circus lion do? It just bees it a lion roars. at the circus.
1: It like, roars, and then there's a lion tamer, and then it pretends are to be tamed. You confusing tame.
0: the circus lion with the MGM lion?
1: No, <laughs> I appreciate that that also
0: roars. Yeah. All
1: lions roar. It's something they have in common.
0: <laughs> That's how you define lion. After yeah. roar,
1: yeah. The absence of not roaring gonna is gonna what piss makes off the, a lion. The
0: mute lions union. Look, with That kind define of define a
1: lion. <laughs>
0: Define a lion. I'm not going to, I'm not going to venture to define a lion. They're quite a litigious group. Um, yeah. I, and Nate, Nate showed me a tweet yesterday where someone had quote tweeted something the university of Georgia had said where they have been doing that. Like male fertility is falling around the globe, but they've been doing research into how using like uh, semen from primates can help to like men to regain fertility. And then what? someone who was at the University of Georgia <laughs> just quote tweeted it with like, "Yeah, you might be at a fancier university, but where is your school in ape cum research?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I want to be in so, ape cum research.
1: Wait, are they adding the cum, to, your cum to like thicken it up?
0: I don't know. Yeah, using it as some sort of like a
1: as as what. It's like, like a coagulant. I
0: guess getting like a cum transfusion. <laughs> a
1: cum transfusion, <laughs>
0: mm.
2: like uh, when you put flour in a roux, it just thickens it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. It Makes it nice and nice and rich. Does yeah,
0: using the ape cum as a roux for your cum, you come onto it and then mix it but up. Then in a what if? Them.
1: What if you impregnated your partner with an ape baby? Bobo with Bobo the <laughs> ape baby. My <laughs> wife's having an ape minotaur. An tour <laughs> An tour The head of
0: an ape and the body of a, of a man.
1: A minor bobo. <laughs> minor bobo.
0: <laughs> I've imprisoned my wife's ape baby in a maze at the circus.
1: So would the ape baby have, like, the upper half of an ape and the lower half of a man or the other I
0: way think around? I so, yeah. Would just sit, like <laughs> a skipped leg day? Yeah. That yeah. Would, shaving the bottom half of an ape would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would just look like an ordinary person, just with very kind of like short bandy legs. Like a
2: Greek guy. (laughs) (laughs) The other way way around would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, (laughs) thick, jacked legs. Huge ass. Huge ass. You've seen the way those things shine. And then it's just like a guy on top. Yeah. (laughs) Just Just like Craig.
1: Like a gorilla butt. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, damn, he's so thick. My bobo butt. It's like Tommy thick, but with hairier legs.
1: Yeah, I don't think there are circus apes. I don't think there are circus lions (laughs) anymore. Like that's not a thing.
0: Maybe not anymore. anymore. Oh, I think in Eastern Europe and maybe other parts of the world that aren't very regulated, I bet if you go to like Indonesia, you can have whatever the fuck you want in a circus. I don't think they.
1: I I don't think like circuses are as big a cultural no, maybe not. They used to be.
2: Yeah. They're certainly not as big as they used to be. But the question is, do they still exist? There's probably a couple going around. A couple
0: circuses. It's also probably a bit that thing where, you know, like, fucked up stuff moves to where it's most doable. Bec- yeah. And then people go for, I mean, it's not like as if, like, pedophilia is a great tradition of, like, Thailand, but, like, because yeah. because pe- the pedophiles <laughs> of the world have worked out that you can get away with it in Thailand, and so right. they go there. So,
2: um, what have we deduced? Yeah, like, Probably the best thing. circuses <laughs> are in Thailand also. <laughs> Just a coincidence, because you can do anything there. The circus child. <laughs> <laughs> the circus oh, ape you, is
0: underage. That's the information they're throwing at
2: you. You know if you how young see that circus is? ape is. Yeah. Brother, to you gotta gotta go to Thailand, man. I go once a year. It's great. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a secret family of circus apes in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell my wife it's for uh, mountain climbing, but it's actually to see those circus apes.
0: I've opened an entire business in Thailand as a cover <laughs> because of my obsession with circus <laughs> apes.
2: Oh yeah!
1: Oh, that's 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 done you in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm in love with the circus apes, Sandra. You wouldn't understand. <laughs>
1: I'm a circus tourist, Sandra.
0: <laughs> you won't understand the love between the bond between me and the circus ape. <sighs> yeah. I was introduced to a circus ape by my psychiatrist. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then, That's like, what
2: this guy's up to. So yeah.
1: Dr. Rustin. Yeah. Yeah, he's
0: like, are you afraid? <laughs> he's like, are you afraid? <laughs> Lover of circus apes. <laughs> Regular visitor to Thailand. He was like, are you afraid to tell me this man's name? And then, so she says, uh, his name's Kramer. And then he's like, right, you have to have this man call me. Um, he's like, it's important that I speak with him. She's like, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, you can and you will. This is when we start to see more of a manipulator Yeah, Rustin. Is it Rustin or is it Rustin? It's hard to tell from the way they
2: say it. Rustin.
0: Hey, Rustin. Rustin. Hey, Mr. Rustin. Dr. Rustin. Dr. Rustin. Dr. Rustin.
2: I think it's Rustin. I
0: yeah. think
1: it's Rustin. I, I've always thought it was Restin, but okay. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I'm willing to be. Mm.
0: Yeah, ever, like, I'm fucked to a, a, a circus ape? Um, right, so then we cut to uh, Jerry and his Wait parents. a
2: minute. I have the Wikipedia page for the show open. It is Restin.
0: Oh. Told you. <laughs> Are you going to be like, you found where <laughs> we can see a circus ape? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been Googling furiously this entire episode. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get a comment on the Patreon where
0: someone's like, "Actually, there's nothing funny about circus apes. <laughs> they're 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 abused. It needs to be stopped."
1: Yeah, like we're not saying it's good.
0: No. Yeah, there's nothing funny. About- there's nothing funny about circus <laughs> apes. <laughs> <laughs> Like you think Harambe was bad. You should see what some of those circus are. You're apes...
1: taking a drink of your breakfast gatorade just after saying that, really. <laughs> really, could have rounded it off. <laughs> Nothing for yeah. me about a circus ape.
0: <laughs> circus <laughs> apes can only dream of a breakfast gatorade.
1: Oh, oh no, that's upsetting. No, now I'm upset.
2: They're on a gruel and bananas diet. Oh, that was quite a poetic line. Yeah. It's like a uh, Philip K. Dick novel. Yeah. <laughs> Gruel made out of
0: bananas. Because it's just kind of a smoothie.
1: That'd probably be okay for them. They'd probably quite yeah, like probably that. Probably fine, yeah. Okay.
0: Good for the ones who aren't so good at chewing. Um so uh Uncle Leo shows up to the dinner. He's um he's furious, he's causing a scandal about how um Morty walked out without paying at the doctor's and he's like, You can't just go and see that guy. He was doing me a personal favour. And he's like you never even met him. He's he's like he knows the guy that you know, and he's like he was doing me. This is favor. this is
1: more uncle behavior, like yeah. because if an uncle like sees an opportunity to assist a member of mm. their family, ideally their niece or nephew, but it doesn't have to be, mm. they will they will leverage any connection they have, however mm. tenuous or tangential.
0: Yeah, I, I like would- your
1: like your uncle did. With Jonathan with something Jonathan I'm, Ross? I'm with
0: Uncle Leo here. I, I, I would be mad if I had Oh yeah, like gone if out I a limb if for I'd someone like set this.
1: someone up with a difficult to see doctor and they'd like accuse them of stealing and then and then ditched out on their appointment, I would not be that happy. That's true. Mm. No no no, Leo's Leo. right here. Leo's right.
2: Mm. Team Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Leo
1: Always team Leo.
2: Always
0: team Leo. Um Leo's RMP. also wearing yeah this is his rising sign. Um Leo's also wearing Jerry's watch. Um and he's like oh yeah I found it in in the trash and it kept terrible time but I managed to get it fixed. Only took only took 24 hours. And um and then Jerry's parents are observing that it looks a lot like the watch they gave to Jerry. Um Jerry manages to move the conversation on we then get it to be continued on the screen. Then we finish with a bit where Jerry's like don't you hate it when you get it to be continued in the episode? And I'm like, oh, come on, Jerry. This is, this is
1: the uh, Jerry doesn't understand how other people's jobs work category.
0: Yeah. Um, and then he's like, you can sense it coming. You're, you're there for the ending. He's like, you know, if I wanted a boring story that didn't have an ending, I'd just look, look at my own life.
1: That's quite good. That's quite a good line.
2: Yeah, that was like philosophical.
1: It's philosophical.
0: Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, comedians can't do that. I can't be like, uh, a guy's carrying a pig, he walks into a bar, can you come back next week?
1: To be fair, I've seen some absurdist comedians who, who perform a little bit like that. Mm. Mm.
2: Circus yeah. apes of the comedy, comedy world. Games, indeed. Well, He's like just absurdism. describing alt-comedy and saying yeah, it would is, never yeah. happen. Yeah,
1: this is, this is literally just alt-comedy. This In is what the this 90s, is.
2: no one could imagine it. Yeah. Is this is
1: trying to sit through a fucking Bo Burnham special. That's what this
2: Sorry. is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Milo is just uh, taking a phone to, call there. He's talking. He's talking to, he's talking to Bobo. Is who he's yeah. talking to.
2: Yeah. <laughs> His circus ape friend. I don't know. I don't know. This I don't is Matt. I don't know who he's talking to. I don't know what's going on.
1: Wait, should I whisper to? You don't have to whisper because Wait. you're not. You're not. You're not bothering him.
2: Yeah, but it does. It's kind of he's fun. Gone, he's gone
1: round the other way. He's gone around the corner. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone gone now.
2: This is insane. This is like... I don't know who he's talking to. This is like meta
1: podcast. (laughs) Hey, buddy. You are right?
0: Well, yeah, it was the doctor. I've been trying to get to call me back for literally weeks, so that's why I had to take the call. (laughs) You're Bobo. You're Bobo. I am Bobo. You are Bobo. I am Bobo.
1: Bobo.
0: I'm Bobo. (laughs) (laughs) As they love to say. yeah. But doctor. But doctor. I am Bobo. Um, what do yeah. the doctor want? Uh, you oh, just us. a chat. You know. uh, talk about this woman he's been seeing. <laughs> um, it was actually a, a lady doctor. Um, I know. Oh,
1: you got to say that They'll now, not they do anything yeah. these days,
0: wouldn't they? They will. Well, um, what a tart What to be like a doctor, it. is it?
1: Right, yeah. So she's got the opportunity to possibly treat a bloke.
0: Yeah, a bit sus.
1: Almost certainly.
0: Right. Um, that's pretty much it, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah it remains for us. <laughs> that was, to- I mean,
1: that was like quite a well-timed yeah. phone call. Uh, Jake and I have just been having a conversation yeah. about my haunted doorbell. Oh, yeah, great.
0: I look forward to listening back to that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it remains for us to thank Jake very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so
2: much, Jake. Oh, thank you for having me. This is delightful. It's been a pleasure.
0: Um, and uh, Jake, is there anything you would like to plug to our loyal hogs?
2: Yeah, uh one podcast I have is called Pod Damn America. It's leftist comedians and politics and bullshit. The it's other a great one podcast. is called Why You Mad. It's me and my friend Luisa Diaz. She's an anthropologist and a comedy booker, and we talk about uh, you know, comedians, movies, film, bullshit like that, philosophy, whatnot. <laughs> Who'd and, have a podcast like that? <laughs> um, if you happen to be listening in are in Florida. I'm playing the fest in Gainesville Halloween weekend, and I'm doing some other shows around that, so check that oh, out. Oh, hell yeah.
0: Go and That's, see Jake live. Yeah. In That's Florida. it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to Florida especially for that. We would never recommend going to Florida, but no, if I you're think, in Florida. No,
1: no, no, I think you should. Oh, okay. Two things worth right. seeing in Florida, the Gators and Jake.
0: On this one occasion, you're permitted
2: to travel to Florida.
0: Yeah. I'm doing. We recommend it.
2: I'm doing something uh, referred to as a Thailand circus in Florida. <laughs> you can only there see it there. There will be apes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just you and a hundred alligators. It's going to get weird.
0: Yeah, mm. that's right. Last man standing wins. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we also have a Patreon. Uh, it's three dollars a month. Uh, you can subscribe there and get bonus content every. Uh, well, bonus episode. every episodes. other week. Yeah we do an, a when free episode we, every fortnight and a bonus episode every fortnight. Yeah. So if you pay for the $3, you get an episode every week. If you don't, you get an episode every two and weeks.
1: you'll be buying me a lighter yeah. shape like a gun.
0: If you upgrade to $5, that's when, you $5. Get, <clears throat> that's when you get the movie corners where we talk about movies. Recently, we talked about Twilight with Tom Walker and Demi Moore. And it was quite a diverting couple of hours. <laughs> so check that out. Two solid hours. Two solid hours. And we will see you next week on the bonus feed or the week after that on the pre feed. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. -bye.